0: Welcome to More Than Movies.
1: I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. Today, we go one-on-one with trivia and talk about Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone.
0: We also jump into the letter O and learn how to entertain long-term guests.
1: It's time for Categorized.
0: We are so behind on Categorized. I can't even believe that we've neglected it this long. We are only at the letter O.
1: We have a lot of the alphabet to still get to, and I think we just need to like buckle down and do some more categorized more frequently, more on the ball.
0: But if you're new to the podcast, we haven't done it in so long, you might be like, what the hell is categorized? Well, we choose a category and we kind of stick to it. So we've been doing the alphabet for movies over the course of a couple of seasons. So these are our favorite movies that start with the letter O.
1: And now I just want to mention this comes at no particular order. And my first choice is going to be Office Space.
0: All right. I'll jump on that bandwagon with Office Space as well. This is my father's favorite movie. It is a Kennedy classic, if you will, because he would regularly buy this DVD if he saw it just to hand it out to people and say, you haven't seen this? Here. Take this. Are you serious? At every like Kennedy, Rob get together, somebody at some point is like, what exactly is it you do here?
1: That's amazing. Um, I have to say, it's not my favorite movie of all time, but it's iconic and it still comes up to this day. I mean, how old is this movie now? It must have been made in the 90s. I think it was
0: 1995. I'm, I looked I wanna it up. Yes. It's
1: 99.
0: 99. Oh, yeah, okay. so well, I'm wrong.
1: We're at the 20-year, like, birthday or anniversary or whatever it is of this they movie. They
0: should release it into the theaters again. So my whole Kennedy and Rob friends, we all get together and we go see this movie in the theaters. It'll be so much fun.
1: There is something crazy that I think it's, like, one of the most successful movies in the world that ever, like, captured the absurdity of office jobs <laughs> like
0: i love that pc load letter thing only getting 15 minutes of good honest work a week done yeah <laughs> always makes me laugh like oh you know i i do just enough to make you think i'm busy <laughs> it is good it's so good and you know what i think just the office culture really really latched onto it it was at a time when You know, the internet was new, but computers weren't what they are today. And it was just a really great capsule. And going back and looking at it now is, I mean, it does look dated because the computer software is very old. I think it's.
1: I think that's the fun of it, though. Like, I kind of, I love when you see old computers. I don't know. It's so fun.
0: Office space being on your list. That is a great, great addition. Um, I'm gonna go with one that might also be on your list, and it is Ocean's Eleven. Hey,
1: that's on my list.
0: I thought it might be.
1: It's such a fun movie, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's an amazing movie, and we're talking about the George Clooney version, not the Sinatra version. Agreed. Ocean's Eleven is what like reinvigorated the heist movie.
1: Totally. And the thing that you like, the thing that gets it for me is it made so much fun out of the heist and it brought it was like the first vehicle that brought all the stars all under one roof and just they all had so much fun it was one of the best ensemble casts that we ever saw and Mm -hmm. it was it was so
0: cool like there's a style to it that i know swingers brought back a certain kind of like cocktails and swing music and stuff like that this sort of brought a a gritty cool back to at least from what i understand to la
1: i wish that i was like so smart and connected and street smart that i could pull off a heist and steal money from you know a casino i just You're not
0: supposed to say those inside thoughts aloud on the <laughs> podcast
1: It's just, look, I'm not that good. Are you that good? Could you pull off a giant heist like this?
0: Yeah, but I don't have the ambition to pull that off either. Let's face it. Like, I'm not thinking about, you know what? We could rob a casino. Like, that's just not even... If somebody came up to me with that idea, be like, you know, if we get caught, we're dead or in prison. So, no.
1: That's the thing. I just have no faith in myself that I would ever be able to pull it off. But how cool would it be if you could get, like, a group of people together and do something like that?
0: It would be unbelievable. It would be the best ever. And that is why Ocean's Eleven is on this list. <laughs> it's a, it's like wish fulfillment.
1: Not only wish to, like, become super rich by robbing something, but also to be as cool as Brad Pitt in that movie.
0: All right. Now, keep this trend going. What else is on your list that might be on mine, you think?
1: Hmm. Outbreak, maybe?
0: Outbreak is not on my list. Why is it on yours?
1: Okay, so I have a little bit of a confession. I don't 100% remember this movie. But I remember really liking it when I watched it. And I still think about that little monkey and also Morgan Freeman. So I just think it's a really cool movie out of my memory because that's how much I loved it I I saw it with my parents and it was frightening but not that frightening and just fascinating
0: I remember seeing Outbreak and I I very much liked it I think I've gone back to it a couple of times it's a lot of fun um it's one that like I know Becky and I have talked about watching because we watched something else and they said Outbreak Monkey and we're like oh yeah Outbreak we should watch that yeah but it's not like it's not in my top five so it didn't make this list
1: what's your next one that maybe might be on my list maybe this just means that no we have no more overlap but take a shot
0: i'm gonna take another shot with another clooney film and go out of sight which is a steven soderbergh heist film
1: never seen it or even heard of it
0: this is the one that kind of like collaborated Clooney and Sp- and Soderbergh and it also had J Lo in it. What it was I believe like one year before uh Oceans Eleven. So it was 98 I think. And yeah, Ocean's eleven was I wanna say ninety-nine. Oh, two thousand one. So I'm I'm off on all all points. <laughs> your, your year remembrance
1: is off today.
0: That's right. So George Clooney is a thief. The cool thing about George Clooney being a thief was that he is, he doesn't use a gun. He just goes in and he like kind of charms them a little bit. And that's awesome. And then that's kind of the shtick. J-Lo is a cop. They kind of hit it off. He's trying to keep who he is away from her, but it's a really fun movie.
1: Also, Catherine Keener is in it. That's cool. I like her.
0: That is true. And I believe Don Cheadle.
1: Is Don Cheadle in Ocean's Eleven? Yes. Yeah. All right. What else you got? My next one is another big comedy, Old School.
0: Okay. I almost put it on the list, but then I, I found something else that I'm like, I think I like this more. Uh, Why is Old School on yours?
1: I don't know why I love this movie, but I freaking love it. It's so funny. It is the breakout role for Will Ferrell, and it's all about university. And you know how much I loved university and partying in university.
0: It is definitely like one of the biggest university party movies ever.
1: Right. And so I just love that idea i kind of think that having fun in life and and grabbing those good times by the balls and like holding on to them is something to like live by and it made me laugh a lot and that's it that's why it's on here
0: well jeremy piven as a villain is really fun
1: oh he was so horrible in the best way
0: (laughs) that's right (laughs) My next one is Orange County. This is a little one for me. Oh, I know this movie. A lot of people didn't like this movie. It wasn't like their favorite. But for some reason, it really tickled my funny bone. But I really liked the story of he wants to be a writer. He feels like he can't be a writer anywhere else uh, except at this specific university. And he wants to work under an author who inspired him. He doesn't get in because his his uh, guidance counselor is ridiculously dumb,
1: and it's great. I just I like that to Colin Hanks is in it. I've seen this movie. I d- it didn't really like stand out for me in any particular way, but it, just you talking about it makes me like kind of miss it and say I should watch this again.
0: There's a great moment with John Lithgow, <laughs> who. He gets in a fight with Colin Hanks, who's his son, and his son's kind of like, hey, like, I don't ask you for anything. Like, can you get me in because you're rich? And he's like, no, why would you be a writer? And then he, like, walks, a storms out, and John Lithgow, like, looks over and sees his wife fooling around with, like, the, the pool boy. And just there's this moment of, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, and I just died laughing when it happened. Uh, and every time I think of Orange County, I think of that moment. All right. What's your last
1: one? My last one is a small movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was came out in 2007. Not that many people had heard of it, but I just thought this movie was magical. It's called Outsourced, and it's about a guy where he's working in the States, and I guess he's like running a call center, and everyone gets fired except for him. And he's told he needs to move to India to manage the call center in India because they're outsourcing.
0: I watched the TV series that it was based off of.
1: Yes, they did make a TV series on it. And I watched that TV show too. It was not nearly as good as this movie. This movie is what taught me about the, um, I guess, like common Indian cultural thing where like, you know, you'll do the head shake and yeah. it doesn't mean yes or no. It kind of means one or the other. And you have to understand in the context which it means. And I thought that was just so brilliant. And so, and it's it's a, it's a rom-com, but like a good rom-com. And it, he meets this girl and she is about to be in an arranged marriage, but then they fall for each other. And it's very complicated and nuanced. And I think it respects this idea that, we're all humans and that there can be cultural differences between people because you're brought up differently. Um, But underneath it all, you know, we can all, we're all kind of one. And, and where did you
0: see that? Was it in theaters? I'm like trying to find a copy of it and it's, it's not on any streaming services.
1: Um, I don't remember where or how maybe it was on on demand at the time. I mean, I saw it like probably, you know, 2009 ish. So I'm not sure. I don't remember. That was 10 years ago, probably that I saw it.
0: Well, that, that sounds awesome. And it, you definitely paint a picture that I want to see this movie. Uh, I'm going to try to track it down somehow. I I might have to order it on Amazon or something, but I'm going to try to track it down. My last one on my list is out cold and it is a snowboarder movie with Zach Galifianakis before he became breakout star of The Hangover.
1: Is that a comedy?
0: It's a comedy about a bunch of snowboarders and it's stupid. Like, I can't even say this enough. It's a stupid, dumb college comedy, gross out humor.
1: Oh, man. That's my I,
0: bag, and I loved it.
1: You know how much I love comedies, and it looks like either Jason or Jeremy London is in it.
0: That is true. It's kind of like Casablanca, which is a crazy thing to say from a college, like, dumb comedy. But it is 100% like the plot of Casablanca in a way, in a weird, weird way.
1: Wow. I'm excited. I'm going to have to check this out. God, I
0: can't remember. I can't believe I'm talking about this. And yes, it's like... He meets a girl, and the girl is amazing, and then the girl leaves him, and he's distraught. And then out of all the joys in all the world, she comes back, and it's ridiculous. But it's so much silly, stupid fun.
1: You know, s- slight off-topic sidebar, have you noticed that no comedies have been released really this year? Like, what is up with that? We're four months in. Five. Five months in. Well, we had "Isn't It Romantic"? That's a which rom-com. You said you saw and you
0: didn't like it.
1: I didn't like it. It's also not a comedy. It's a rom-com, which is very different.
0: Um, what about the little?
1: Uh it's for a kids' movie. And and Tyler, Medea,
0: or whatever. Mm. The funeral for Tyler. Yeah.
1: Is Tyler that a comedy? Perry? I mean, I I'm not really sure. That's kind of its own are. genre. All right, are you gonna lump Long Shot into romantic comedy or comedy? I believe that one's gonna be comedy based on the trailers I've seen.
0: All right, so that's gonna be coming out soon? I know. The hustle's gonna be probably a like, straight comedy. But like, just think about Fighting this for a second. My family is supposed to be really funny.
1: Think about this for one second. We're five months into a whole year and nobody's making comedies. This is a travesty. I just want to I'm, say I'm that telling you I just that, want to the say the
0: comedies that. that are coming out are smaller, less blockbustery, and they're still getting rave reviews because "Fighting with My Family" was a huge comedy, uh, not huge in box office dollars, but like huge in critic appeal.
1: I actually now do really want to see that movie, but I think it's a dramedy.
0: It's possible. It is possible.
1: And dramedies are beloved by critics, so it makes sense. Well, I'm sure we'll see some comedies. All I'm saying is that you, halfway through a year and no comedies, something weird is happening, and this needs to stop. That's true, because
0: at least last year we had uh, Game Night by now.
1: And a few others as well, but yeah, Exactly. All right. Well, we'll
0: just have to see what happens. We'll just have to see what happens. Uh, Now we have to choose The Impossible Choice. Oh, yeah. What's yours? Mine's Office Space. 100% it's Office Space. If I didn't and my dad heard this, he'd be like, I disown you. It's Office (laughs) Space.
1: Uh, Mine is Outsourced. I loved that movie. I think people should go out and watch it.
0: I think that was the quickest turnaround you've ever had for like, I know what it is. It's true. I don't have to think about it.
1: I didn't. I I mean, all the other movies were great, but none of them were like outsourced. Awesome. Jay, I wanted to get your advice. So we have some friends coming by this weekend and um, I thought I would like check in and see like what do people need to do to be a good host? You know what I mean? Like how do I make sure that we have a weekend of fun.
0: I'm very glad you came to me with this. First things first, make sure that their room is private and set up and clean and good. It's very important to give them their own space.
1: Okay. I mean, we'll do our best. You only have the space you have.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you have somewhere where you're putting them.
1: Yeah, we do have like one room. We we have two friends coming and they're not a couple. So we're going to have to improvise space for the second one.
0: Could they be a couple by the end of it? No. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> well, one of them is going to have to get the couch and one of them will get the room and then they'll swap or something like that. Anyway, what you need to have for sure is food, obviously. So, you know, taking into consideration the things that they like a little bit, Uh, This might be one of those weekends where you guys have to kind of do something different with your diet.
1: Well, I think we're probably going to try to go out a bunch just because Pittsburgh is one of those like foodie cities. So we like to show off our favorite places. Am I crazy? Like, am I weird that half of my touristing around has to do with where can I go to eat?
0: (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think most people, when they travel anywhere, are like, let's go get food somewhere good. Yeah, yeah. So that is perfect. And and you guys should definitely, because they're making the trip, at least one of the nights when you go out to a dinner, you guys should foot the bill. Good call. I mean, that's just a thank you so much for coming all this way. I know it's like a six-hour drive or whatever it is. And, you know, it would just... You know when you took Becky and I out for our engagement? Yes. And you guys were like, oh, my God, we want to share this amazing restaurant with you. And it really was, like, one of the best restaurants we've ever been to. That is kind of what you should do with Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. The only thing is, if we're doing that for everyone, it becomes very expensive to host people because not only are you paying for dinners out, but you're also paying for food and making sure that, like, other amenities are there, you know, buying things like I bought a memory foam mattress topper to make our pull-out bed more comfortable. So like stuff like that, it kind of adds up if you're always paying for all these things.
0: Right. But you're also buying the memory foam and it'll last you all the guests. So you don't have to do that next time. Make sure there's coffee.
1: Of course, I'm a giant coffee drinker.
0: <laughs> make sure that you have toilet paper stocked in whatever bathroom they have to go in.
1: That's a very good tip.
0: I can't tell you how many times I visit friends and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out because there's no toilet paper. And like, what am I going to do? (laughs) I got I got I got to I got to text them, which is obviously awful.
1: That is the the best thing I've ever heard. I love it. uh, What about games? We have some games. Just for like later
0: in the evening when you guys are all like crashing back in and maybe you guys are in kind of a fun place and you want to break out some games so just have them close by
1: yeah we've got games that's a good call but I think mostly just really
0: embracing your friends because they want to see you and they're going to embrace you I think you guys are going to have a great weekend regardless maybe don't tell your friend who if they have a goatee or something that they look ugly (laughs) I don't know she she laughs you have to understand she did that
1: to me. First of all, you're a good looking human and you should not ruin your face with a goatee.
0: You did that to me in front of other good looking humans at a table where we all sat down for dinner, which you had already had a lot to drink, and were like, Look at him! Look
1: at him! Just don't do that to your friend. I can't I can't control drunk Havana. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome in. It's time for Him Possible and Her Possible Trivia. Let's meet our contestants. Very exciting stuff. It has been so long since we have tried to stump each other. I think I am the reigning champion of Him Possible and Her Possible Trivia, obviously. I am the king after all, but I'm going to give Ivonne a chance here because I think this week we're doing 2019 trivia. There's only been four months. Five. It's me. It's May. It, it's May, but it's like May 2nd when we're recording this. It's only just begun. It's still five months into the year. What are you talking about? That's four so far. Four big, four months have happened. We're in month five. Yeah, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> All right. So, Ivana, I'm going to give you a chance to score first. And I, I got to be honest. It's a tricky subject, so I think these might be kind of easy for someone of your knowledge. But I didn't try to make them easy. I just tried to go with the theme of 2019. So here's how it works. I'm going to start the timer of 45 seconds. You're going to answer as quickly as you can. If you miss one, you could say pass. I will come back around until the buzzer goes off.
1: I like it. I'm ready.
0: Are you ready? I'm so ready. All right, here we go. What is the top-grossing film of 2019 so far?
1: Avengers Endgame.
0: What planet's moon was just discovered to have signs of life?
1: Oh shit, I don't
0: know. I'm What is the name of the 448-page report released last month?
1: Miller-Muller report.
0: The first ever photograph of this was taken. A black hole. What won
1: Best Animated Film in 2019? Uh, Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse.
0: What planet's moon was just discovered to have signs of life? Earth? Well, yeah, I would hope so. Time is up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did I get them? Did I get all of them? Oh, time is not
0: up. Time is not up. Time is up. Did I win? You got four out of five, so yeah. I mean I don't know how hard that was cuz 2019 is like it's all very top of mind stuff. Now Titan's moon uh, Titan is the moon and it's Saturn's moon um, and they found
1: when when did lo- this happen? How did I miss oceans, this news?
0: They have found oceans, they found rainfall, they've found all the signs that could contain life on this moon oh i
1: see not actual like life but like signs. yeah not like not like
0: aliens walking around going high no
1: but like there's not there wasn't like definitive bacterial life
0: but those are the signs that there, there there could be life
1: right okay
0: when you see certain weather patterns when you see that they get snow they're they've got lakes they've got uh oceans um all that stuff so they are thinking of sending a probe that'd be cool when did that happen or a a drone or something uh this was i think last week wow nice yeah so four out of five i don't know how hard i made it like honestly i don't think that was that hard
1: i don't think mine is that hard either but i guess we will find out are you ready?
0: I am ready. You hit the I will start the timer after your first thing. Is it a multiple choice, your first it's question? It's not. All right, go for it.
1: Approximately how much did Avengers Endgame make in its opening weekend? Worldwide?
0: Three, h- worldwide? Uh, I think it was a billion dollars.
1: The second most populous nation in the world is having an election in 2019. What country am I talking about? Russia. What happened at the far side of the moon?
0: I don't know.
1: This heartthrob actor passed away far too soon.
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't know.
1: <laughs> this celebrity couple got married on May 1st, 2019.
0: Oh, and there we go. Was that that Priya Chopra and Nick Jonas?
1: Close. They were in 2018. That was Sophie Turner and Joe Who Jonas. Who is that? she's uh sansa stark in game of thrones one of the biggest stars i don't watch game of thrones she's done a lot of other stuff she's phoenix i don't listen to the jonas brothers she is the phoenix in the upcoming x-men movie
0: i'll i guess i'll know her when i watch that movie all right (laughs) there was like a million that I, i missed here so like what was the, how old did I do on Avengers Endgame?
1: 1.2 billion. It was 1.22 billion opening weekend. Shocking.
0: I think you give me that. I, would, I think I you get totally that. You
1: totally get that. You totally get that. Um, the and second most the population, the second most populous nation in the world is India. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, Russia doesn't have, like the US has more people than Russia because it's so cold.
0: And Russia's like, Canada, so damn big.
1: Yes. Big but cold right. equals less humans. Right. Um, and then uh, what happened at the far side of the moon? Uh, the Chinese landed a probe there, the first one ever. Oh, good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the heartthrob actor who passed away, you for sure know this, Luke Perry.
0: Oh, of course he did. Oh, my gosh. Uh Peace be to you, Luke Perry. I'm sorry, I forgot.
1: <laughs> I can't believe Gone you don't soon. know Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. It's like you don't.
0: Suit. I know who Joe Jonas is. He's a Jonas brother.
1: It's like you but don't, don't like, even go on BuzzFeed. I don't.
0: I'm usually on YouTube researching movie stuff. <laughs> this is Top Drawer TV. After many incarnations, the Twilight Zone is back on the air again. And... We talked a couple of weeks ago about the premiere. We did. And that it was happening and it was a two hour premiere. They were doing back to back episodes and it is Jordan Peele as the narrator. Also Jordan Peele as the executive producer of the Twilight Zone. So we were like, you know what? We should probably watch these.
1: We definitely did watch this.
0: We definitely did. So you're about to get some spoilers For the first two episodes of the Twilight Zone reboot. All right, episode one is called The Comedian.
1: The first episode stars Kumail Nanjiani as a stand up comic who isn't very funny. He's amazing, BT dubs.
0: (laughs) But that's when he runs into a very famous comedian at the bar who tells him the secret to getting laughs put your story in the act but it comes with a cost.
1: Whatever you put in there doesn't belong to you anymore.
0: That's right. And the biggest laughs come from talking about the people in his world. And then those people are erased. So that's episode one.
1: The second episode of the Twilight Zone stars Adam Scott, and it's all about a mystery podcast.
0: So his name is Justin. And as he takes off in a plane, he finds an mp3 player that has a story about the very flight he's on and as the story goes deeper we learn this plane will vanish from the world
1: and justin is the only one on the plane that seems to know what will happen
0: those are the very basic premises of both of these two episodes and it's kind of interesting how they get to a new conclusion so why don't we start with overall thoughts of the new twilight zone and like were you a fan of the classic, Ivana? Had you seen the Twilight Zone before?
1: No, I had seen things like The Outer Limits and like sure, Black yeah. Mirror.
0: All right, so this is your first run-in with the Twilight Zone. What were your initial thoughts of just just a show, and then we'll get into specifics?
1: I like the other ones better.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So what about me, you? What about you? I, I have seen the classic Twilight Zones. The classic Twilight Zones were half hour episodes, and I felt that the pacing in those felt more urgent because they were quicker. Yeah. Uh, and an hour really feels like they're dragging out these stories.
1: Yeah. I think that it's hard because, look, I can't watch that much Black Mirror. Like, I'll watch it every few months and then, like, two to three episodes, and then I'm like done with. The negativity that it causes in my brain is just so difficult to watch this because it's so true in a lot of ways. But this is a lot easier to watch, but also a lot less. It doesn't, it's not saying anything, if you know what I mean.
0: There's not a lot of, in the comedian, it's what would you give up for fame, basically?
1: Yeah. It didn't make me think. I was like, yeah, okay, Kamel's great. This is watchable. It's like popcorn.
0: It did feel like popcorn to me too, especially the first one. I liked, out of the two of them, I think I liked the second one more. Yeah. Um, I knew where it was going. Like, it was a very predictable thing. I'm like, well, most of the time in these stories, when one person in a group knows how it's going to end, they're the reason it's going to end. Right. So I was like, I know that's going to happen. But then they had this fun twist that everybody survived this crazy plane crash. And then they beat him to death
1: thinking he caused it. Yes. And that's how he disappears. So, like, it's true he disappears, he disappears, but that's how. That was the actual, that was a cool little twist at the very end. And,
0: and I saw Kumail's twist
1: happening a mile
0: off. Like, it was like, okay, well, at the end, what can he do? He can either vanish his girlfriend by telling a joke about her. And the the thing that bugged me about the comedian is like there was zero jokes surrounding the thing he was talking about. He just said stuff and people died laughing. And I was like, that isn't true, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was part of the magic of it. Right. As long as he talked about his life, even if it wasn't funny or a joke, somehow he was popular.
0: Exactly. And that one sort of ends with he's confronted with his girlfriend who he is totally screwed up her life because he wished away people in her life who actually were very influential to her
1: life. I think that was so, the most interesting thought bit in that story. Right. If you, if somebody leaves
0: existence, how does it affect the rest of everything? Yeah. So he screwed up all these people's lives. And then at the end, he's like, I'm going to talk about myself. And he talks about himself he eventually vanishes, which means he never exists. So everybody else is not affected by him. I mean, pretty standard stuff for sci-fi.
1: Yeah, it really is. And I have seen all of them up to now, I guess. You've seen all five? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I've only seen three of them. I went I went on to... So I watched the, the two episodes today, and I liked them enough. They were fluff. Like, it feels like... It doesn't feel like I have to watch them
1: immediately. They're really good fluff. They're really good to fall asleep to. They're really good when you just kind of want not to really use your brain too much.
0: But I will say this. I did watch the, the third installment, which is the time-shifting video camera and oh, the yeah, and the black people. And that one, out of the three of them, I thought was the
1: best. It is the best one that I've seen so far. And actually that one was like it held my attention. I thought it was very interesting. I really liked that episode.
0: And that actually is the only episode that had something to say. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know so far. Like I know the next one after this is we're going to meet the traveler who was a person in the in the classic twilight zone.
1: Like the the interesting thing is Oh, maybe is that I missed to- that one.
0: Oh, it's uh, it takes it's Greg Kinnear starring, and he takes place in Christmas in a small town.
1: Oh no, I definitely did. Yep, yeah, I saw it. Actually, that was also a really fun episode. Okay, the show is getting better. The first two okay. were a bad way to start it. Um, I actually I like that one. A lot, but they clearly, they're still popcorn because I forgot everything about it. So wait, the Traveler Tonight's is a thing is... from the, the Twilight Zone?
0: Yeah, the original classic Twilight Zone, there was a Traveler as well who, uh he kind of like just popped up in places.
1: Did, did, was he in more than one episode?
0: I can't recall. I know he was definitely in one. I don't know if he was in more.
1: Cool. I like that idea of bringing back like old Twilight Zone things.
0: Well, in the plane episode, it was kind of like the episode, the classic episode with, oh, help me out. Captain Kirk played by Shatner or Shatner sees something on the wing and he freaks out
1: and everybody's like,
0: oh, my God, why is he freaking out? And it's like, I see something on the wing and the gremlins and all that.
1: I've seen Simpsons episodes about this. Now I know where it's coming from.
0: (laughs) So this one, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a modern take on that, which it was. Like, you know, you had the air marshal. They thought he was a terrorist. Like, I like the twist ending most of all in that one. Because as soon as he had the podcast and it was telling him, I'm like, the reason this thing is going down is because of this guy. And that's exactly how it went down. But then... At the end, that flip of everybody survived and they beat him to death. That was
1: great. Yeah, that was really actually like a nice moment. And last week's episode was about
0: a what if an eight year old became president?
1: I didn't like that episode very much.
0: Okay. I was got all these new episodes to watch. You see
1: the the, like trailer for it and you're kind of like, All right, this is gonna be a commentary on Trump, but it wasn't. It was literally what would an eight-year-old do. And that is a lot less interesting to think about.
0: Well, I mean, I'm very excited to see where this goes. I am going to keep watching. Are you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I already have been. It's, it's a, you know what, a really just simply like a simple watchable kind of show. No big deal. Good enough to watch. Doesn't hurt your brain like Black Mirror. How does this compare to other shows like this to you? So, like, I've seen Black Mirror, um, this, and Outer Limits. What shows... Outer
0: Limits, to me, is, like, the scariest of all of them. Yeah. They have, like, real fear in the Outer Limits. Obviously, Black Mirror is all about technology and how technology is going to save or hurt or, you know all the demented things that happen and the original classic twilight Zones. I mean, we have some at work and I've been watching some of them and they're, they hold up. I love the half hour drama. I, it's my new favorite of everything. If you give me a drama in a half an hour, like I will, I will devour it. I watched both seasons of Cobra Kai in two days because they're half-hour dramas.
1: Uh, It's a half-hour comedy. It's both. I would say it's a comedy.
0: Did you see how the finale of season two was?
1: I have not started season two yet. <gasps>
0: okay, we won't talk
1: about this until later. All right,
0: so next week we're watching a movie, right, Ivana? What do you
1: want to watch? Let's watch Miss Bala. I've been like, that's been on my list. And it's out you for know red why? now.
0: I, I'm very excited about this because this was like the worst movie money made in the entire box office draft this year
1: yeah but like to me it would like i i really wanted to see it and i thought it looked no i I know
0: i know and you picked it based on your love of wanting to see it yeah so let's watch it and then we can talk about why it made no money
1: okay (laughs) i'm very i'm already depressed (laughs) and that's our show Thanks for listening, and please be sure to tune in again next time. If you'd like to support the show, you can hop on
0: to your podcast service and subscribe. And if you're really feeling generous, why not
1: score a quick rating or review? Our intro song comes from bensound.com, and we encourage you to check out our show notes for more information about our music, our talented voice actors, and sound effects.
0: Ivana and I love hearing from you, so we built a website for you to reach out to us. It's morethemovies.net,
1: And in case you hate websites, we also have email. Hello at morethemovies.net.
0: Find us on Facebook, More Than Movies
1: Podcast. Or catch us on Twitter. I'm at It's Ivana.
0: And I'm at Jester J. Thanks
1: again for spending some time with us. We'll be back again next time with an all new commercial free episode.
0: And until then, friends. Do more. And watch
1: more.